Hello and welcome to our hundred steps to drag, the podcast where I, Natasha Hundreds, sits down with different drag artists and ask them how did you become this amazing drag figure that you are right now. Y'all, this is my first out of California guest. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. She is not only a drag queen, but she is leading the drag scene in Cummings, Georgia. You heard that right. That's Cummings, Georgia. She is also a CEO of her own salon. I'm just so excited to have her. Please welcome Kentucky Lavo. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you for bringing your whole personality here. How are you, Mama? Oh, I am fantastic. Fantastic. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I can't complain. It's just a busy week, but I'd rather being busy than having nothing to do, you know? Yes, it's a good busy. Yeah, because when I have nothing to do, I'm just like, oh, whatever. But when I have stuff going on, I'm like, okay, let's get into it. Let's get into the rhythms. Yeah, I don't know how to sit still, like, at all. Plus, I have to clean if I have nothing to do, and that's awful. Yeah, who likes cleaning? I mean, I guess it's necessary. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I'd rather do something else, something that makes me feel productive. Exactly. Like drag in coming Georgia. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about coming <laughs> Georgia. I know that it's a very small community, right? It's the biggest small town on the planet, I feel like. Like it's so huge. It's like so it's within Forsyth County, and there are no other towns in Forsyth County. So I, I don't know why there are two names. There's Forsyth and there's Cumming, but obviously we we love Cumming the best. Of course, we love coming. Everybody loves coming, Georgia. <laughs> As you, when you come into the city on the freeway, there's this big water tower that's definitely like semen shaped, and it says Siemens on it because it's like for this company that's within Forsyth County. So you got to pass by the semen to get you coming. It's, it's pretty funny. Interesting. Usually, it's the other way around, but wow. You gotta it's pass backwards, with... baby. It's backwards. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love it. I know that you <laughs> haven't been doing drag for very long, but you're doing a lot regardless. So let's start like how did you get into doing drag? I've been in love with the art since I was, you know, a kid. I've thought it was the most most wonderful thing ever. Every time I would see a drag queen on TV or in person or anything, I just wanted to die because they're so beautiful and so powerful. And, you know, I just something I thought that I could never do because I am, you know, I I was born a female and I I am a female. So when I found out that, you know, that the art of drag had changed a bit and there were AFAB drag queens, I literally jumped on it like right then. Yeah, it's opened up a lot more recently. I feel like before it was very much like in one box, but drag has evolved so, so much. And I, I love seeing that. Me too. I mean, we obviously we get a lot of questions because there are a couple of AFAB queens in my drag family and people are like, is it really drag if, you know, if you are already female presenting? And honestly, I think drag in itself is political and drag in itself is about equality. And if you're willing to die on the mountain of equality, then you should wear war paint and armor, you know? Yeah, drag is about not fitting in. It's about breaking the rules. So, like, what's the point of having, quote-unquote, rules for drag? Um, Exactly. Doesn't exist. (laughs) Exactly. So, officially, how long have you been doing drag? 
Uh, my first ever drag show was February 15th of 2022. So not even a year. Not even a year, but you've done so much. No. Yeah. I mean, uh, I like to dive in. I like to just do it all the time. How do you balance? Because I know you have a salon as well. And on top of that, you have a family of your own, not only your chosen family, but your your family, your blood family. So how does right. that, how do you juggle all, all those things together? Well, the busier I am, the less time I have to spend with my children. So that's amazing. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. They, they so I try to stay as busy as I can. <laughs> <laughs> They are actually a part of our shows. It's a beautiful thing. Our son, he's 20. He does, he like, you know, does the DJing or whatever. And our daughter, who's 11, is actually in the shows with us every now and then. I think it's so cool. She's she's into it. Um, but as far as balancing, it kind of helps and hurts owning your own business. You know, I can schedule myself off to do shows or paint or whatever, whenever I need to. But also, I have that responsibility. So, Honestly, I think we just invent hours in the day. Literally. I mean, that's, that's the only th way I can explain it. No, of course, because, I mean, as your own boss, it has pros and cons, like you said, right? Like you can, you know, sure. <laughs> schedule yourself off and take your day off or the afternoon or whatever. But you also have to like go back and like it's a lot more responsibility than when you're working for somebody else. But I love yeah. that literally drag is like a family activity that everyone's part of the show. It Yeah, it's bringing the family together. It's bringing this community together. It's so beautiful. I mean, so we do our home bar is this pizza place. And it's got an area like where bands play and stuff. And it fits between 250 and 300 people. And every show we've done has been sold out like at capacity. And I think everyone in the community is so shocked that everyone, you know, loves to come to the shows, but it just shows how much our town needed it. You know, it needs, need, there needs to be places that are safe spaces for all these kids that are afraid to tell their parents things or are afraid to go into certain stores and not be judged. And I don't know, it, it, we just needed it clearly. So it's beautiful. No, it does. Especially in like in smaller communities, it's so much needed because representation does matter. It really Absolutely. does matter to have somebody to be like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. I grew up in Mexico and it yeah. was, it's a small city. But then again, 15 years ago, it wasn't like a huge deal to be gay. So was, I felt kind of like on my own. So it's, I would have loved to have like a safe space oh. in Sea Drag or or find more queer people. So I love that you're opening up this space. Yeah. How did you approach the business to like, hey, what about a drag show? What was your reaction? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I I hadn't even considered this place. It wasn't exactly a place that I had had ever gone before. I messaged on Facebook and Instagram and emailed about 10 different businesses that I know had like a decent amount of space to ask if we could do drag there. And not one of the places even answered me back. Like I just got completely ghosted. Well, I guess it's not ghosted if they weren't talking to you to begin with, but Left I just got ignored really. <laughs> um, luckily, uh, one of my clients books bands. And so I got with him and, He thought that maybe this place would be great. And he talked to the place first, I guess, just to like make sure and tell the guy that I'm not crazy or anything like that. And and yeah, and and he's like, that's awesome. We've never had that here before. Come on. He's really uh, he's really doing a lot to help the community, too. And I, I, I appreciate that so much. Is he an ally or is he also part of the community? 
He's an ally. He's an ally. He and his wife own um, one the restaurant where we do drag. They're opening another one. And then they're also participating in this. I don't know if it's a ch- charity or if it's just like a, a part of his business where they look to only employ people with disabilities. I mean, he's touching so many lives and I'm so grateful to him. That's truly, truly amazing. Honestly, again, I told you from the beginning of this call, you haven't been dragged for a long time, but it's not how long you've been doing. It's what you've done with it. So that's why I really, really wanted to have you and showcase you here so everyone can see. Well, I'm not sure how many people will listen to this, <laughs> but so people can listen to, <laughs> to what you're doing over there. Well, just so you know, all of coming will be listening to you. Oh, my God. Hi, coming. <laughs> Hey, I coming. do I do mean it when I say that I love coming. <laughs> there are so many t-shirts that you can buy around here that just say I heart coming. Like all oh. like these restaurants have them and there's like a there's a really old pharmacy that has them. I will send you one. I'll have oh. to find a really good one and send it oh my to God. you. That'd be everything. I just imagine like a drag <laughs> a drag number, like using it with like the, the bedazzled heart or like the bedazzled yes. heart is like I love coming. <laughs> Oh my God, that's amazing. Actually, an idea I had for a t-shirt or a poster or something like that is to take, there's this statue in the center of our town. The county is Forsyth County and it's named after this guy, John Forsyth. And there's a statue of him in front of the courthouse or whatever. So I thought it would be so cool to find a picture of him on the internet, which there there are a ton. I don't know why. There are so many pictures of him on the internet but to print it out and paint makeup on him. So that would be hilarious if he was wearing that shirt. <laughs> that would be everything. And I'm sure a lot of people would be pissed, which makes it even I better. <laughs> Please let them be pissed. Let them be pissed. Yes. Have you had any haters coming to the show sort of like message you and be like, stop doing this? I mean, there were a few people that said a few things here and there. You know, I read a couple Bible verses from Facebook that they posted um, that I had already heard before. Um, but other than that, no, not really. That is um, great. It, it's surprising. Well, okay, so I, I will say that there are some Republican groups in the county. You know how the different towns and counties have their, like, Facebook groups. Right. Um, they wanted to, like, find out where we live and dox us and do crazy things like that because I, I don't know why. I guess they have nothing better to do. But as far as to my face, I haven't really experienced much negativity. That is wild. People get something to do. Stop harassing and getting right? into other people's business. I am dead. Ugh. No, I love the hate because I created this book that I use in all of our shows. It's called The Queer Agenda. And every time we get a bad review or someone says something negative about us, I write it down in The Queer Agenda. It's usually on Facebook. So I find their profile. And then during the show, I read what they said and then I read them. People, people seem to like that. That is amazing. Oh my God. Do you happen <laughs> to have the queer agenda handy? Can we hear one of the, one of the verses that you oh have on there? Oh my God. It's at the salon right now. Okay. That will be it for oh the second episode when I have you back. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll read from the queer agenda. Oh my God. I love it. You said it's a restaurant. So is this an all ages show? Yes. All ages. And, you know, it was really important to the owner of the restaurant that he didn't have to, you know, tell certain aged people that they couldn't come in. So we were like, that's cool. We'll make it all ages. I think that makes it even more special. 
I love that. It was very well received in a small community being an all ages show, you know, given all the hate that it's been going around drag queens and all ages shows and <clears throat> all that crap. Um, <laughs> my, Taylor Green. <laughs> honestly, every, every fucking Republican senator, I'm like, come on, there's bigger motherfucking fish to fry. No, and just recently, yeah. one of my one of my friends that lives now in San Diego, she was having a show on like this, I think it was a brewery or like a restaurant. It was a restaurant that was like mm-hmm. uh, open to all ages for like certain nights. And she was having an all ages show for Pride Month and people just bombarded on social media. They're like, oh, what is this? Someone running for some office position mm-hmm. in Escondido, which is where she lived. He did a whole ass Facebook video about this. Oh, how can this be happening? And of course it went viral. Oh and of course oh, the of restaurant. Course. Yes. And of course the restaurant didn't have any other choice but like to cancel the show and to make it like an 18 plus night. Oh, come on. Find oh something better to use with your time. Right. Because they know if the restaurant owner had no choice, like what are they going to do? It was So terrible. they get hate from I, from both sides. I feel bad for them because, again, it wasn't their fault. You know, they were just, they were trying to open up yeah. spaces and they ended up with all these people on their DMs and calling them. So I'm like, of course they have to do something. Like, I don't blame them. I blame the people who caused it, you know, who pointed the yeah. finger. Oh, I cannot wait until we get our first group of protesters because one of my drag sisters is literally the best photographer ever. So if we have them, we're going to go do a photo shoot in front of them. That would be epic. <laughs> I'm sure that we'll I'm go not going to rest too. until I get a cease and desist letter. <laughs> you're determined. You're like, nope, this is not the end. <laughs> Revolution, baby. I love it. Let's talk about the House of Laveau. How did you yeah. find them? How did they find you? How did it all happen? Well, like I said, I've wanted to do drag for so long, so, so long. And then when I finally realized I could, that's, that's when I started like mentally auditioning people. Clients would come in and I would talk to them, we'd kiki, whatever. And then, you know, after I figured maybe it was cool, I'd be like, hey, you ever think about doing drag? <laughs> <laughs> and I was so surprised how many people were willing to do it. And we have become so close. We've become such a great family and we're so diverse. We've got a queen that works for the county. We've got a bearded queen that takes photos and has a family. His wife is in our drag family. Their sons are at both of the shows. My husband is in the drag family. Yeah. Yeah, we have quite a few and they just, most of them are business owners in the community, which I think is amazing. It is uh, truly beautiful. Thank you. I was just going to say, and definitely we've, We've got kind of our own style also. I mean, you know, we've been to other drag shows and you see kind of how it typically goes, but we like fully produce our shows and we put each other in our numbers and it's just like a a big, beautiful celebration. I hope you can see one one day. I hope you can be in one one day. That would be fantastic. That would be a dream to be in the shows oh with you God. guys, with you all. I've never been to Georgia. I don't have a ton of extra room at my house, but you just sleep with my mom. Sleep in my mom's house. She's got extra bedroom. She would love it. I will take any floor, any carpet y'all have. I'm not picky at all. (laughs) Oh my God, that'll be amazing. I have to schedule that. A little trip to Georgia. (laughs) 
So let's talk a little bit more about your family. So you just like started recruiting them, which I absolutely just adore it. And did y'all just kind of like just yeah. learn makeup together or like started watching videos? And Oh, yeah. I mean, we just kind of all dove in. The first show I did my makeup, my husband's makeup and another one of the queens. The queen that does photography exposure had someone else do his makeup, but then he was determined to learn how to do his own makeup. And now he has some of the best makeup on, in the family. So I think that's amazing. Yeah, we just, we'd all just kind of learned how to do it together. We all were sending each other Amazon links for potential costumes and giving each other sewing tips. And just, we're constantly talking. There's this like group text that sometimes gets really gross and sometimes it's really sweet. And sometimes it's just pictures of dicks, but um, it, it it's we've gotten really close and it's really beautiful. Hey, that sounds like my group chat with with my drag family. It's it's all over the place, <laughs> <laughs> especially with like you know Twitter pics and everything. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you never know what to expect. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. We love to talk about butt stuff. Love it. <laughs> Was your husband always open to getting in drag when you brought the idea to him? Uh, I don't think there was ever a question whether or not he was going to do it. He, he and I both came up performers. He, he's a musician. He's a front man to his band in high school and has been writing music ever since and performing. And then I was a musical theater geek. So I think we both kind of were on the same page with it. Like, you know, obviously we're both going to do it. That is so cool that he was just like, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. I, uh, I married the best. Oh, how long have y'all been married? Uh, a little over three years. We got married in May three years ago. We actually met two months before we got married. Well, no, we went to high school together 20 years ago. And then I got a, a friend request from him on Facebook, like I said, 20 years after. And I thought it was a bot because I thought I was already his friend. But I was very bored. And I thought maybe it, just in case it was him... And he's really hot. I wanted to flirt with him. So I messaged what I thought was a bot. And it turned out it was him. And we've been talking ever since. You're like, well, let me take a chance. Worst case scenario. Yes. I get hacked into my Otherwise, email. I mean, I'll talk to someone in India or, you know, Nigeria or whatever. It's fine. It might be a king. You, know, you never know. You never know. Truly. Oh, my God. That is so funny. And that's such a story. What is the part that you enjoy the most about drag? I know it's a lot of work and sometimes you have to, you know, do sacrifices like driving all the way to another town to perform. But what is it that you enjoy yeah. the most? Drag is like the most punk rock thing ever to, that, that I've, I've ever heard of. You know, if for some reason, predominantly men dressed as women lip syncing is like so taboo. I think I love the taboo of it. I love the politics of it. I love the fact that people look up to drag queens and listen to them. And, you know, I, I feel like in drag, I feel like Kentucky Laveau can make a difference. You know, Kendra Rubin is just a regular girl that cuts hair, but Kentucky can literally change anything. And I just, I just feel powerful, I think. It has a, a good element of bringing an additional layer of confidence and power to it. I get that. Like once I'm yes. living my whole fantasy, once I'm, all done I am a complete not completely different person but like I do feel like I can do things like right now I just feel like yeah. just a regular dude but when I'm in drag I'm like wow like things can happen where did the name Kentucky Laveau came from well you know when I was picking my drag name I wanted it to be super symbolic and I wanted it to be really meaningful and I wanted 
I decided on Kentucky because that's where I'm from. And I never want to forget where I came from. And then Laveau is the last name of Marie Laveau, the most famous voodoo queen in all of New Orleans. So basically it's, you know, where I come from and then who I strive to be because she's this great, powerful queen. She was also a hairstylist. And uh, yeah, I love New Orleans. I love the French Quarter. It means so much to me. And I just feel this connection to, to Marie Laveau specifically. So that's where it came from. I love a name with a meaning behind it. With like a little bit of story. Mm-hmm. I love how you thought about it. I'm also super glad that we connected over TikTok. Yeah, It was so much fun. I think I, already, I was already following mm-hmm. you before I even took TikTok seriously. When I was just rolling, watching videos. I think that you did one of your kids' <laughs> hair. You dyed it, and that video went viral. And I'm yeah. like, oh, let me follow. <laughs> yes. I actually, I got my main following on TikTok because during quarantine, my husband and I were walking our dogs, and we have this sexual deviant of a chihuahua mix named Charlie. And he was walking in front of me on his leash, and the leash broke. But he's so stupid that he didn't realize the leash broke. So I got it out and filmed it. And I literally have like 2 million views on that stupid video. I have to find that one. I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. So stupid. You just do stupid things and you get a million followers on TikTok. No, literally, I when I don't know how to do something, when I have like a thought in my head, like, oh, I want to do this thing for drag, but I don't know how to do it. I literally like find it on your TikTok. It's just there. <sighs> It's amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I obviously don't know everything, but the things that I do know, I try to put out there because it's hard to find direction on doing drag, even with so many YouTube channels out there with so many people having tutorials. It's hard to like find some of these things. And I'm like, I want to have it all there because the world needs more drag. Whether you are in LA, maybe in LA, not so yeah. much, <laughs> or in Cummins, Georgia, the world needs more drag. So I want to share the little knowledge that I do have and hopefully it'll help people. Absolutely. I mean, that's great. And you're right. You can't find a whole bunch, uh, a lot of things on YouTube and what you can find on YouTube. I typically, the queen has been doing it for so long that they don't really explain the steps very well, or maybe it's just kind of like, oh, you should already know how to do this, but I'm just going to do it in front of you. and doesn't really like explain it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's like the speed up version of it. And you know yeah. what? I have to do more tutorials. I haven't done a whole lot of them recently because it's just a lot of work. But I need to get back to no, it. I, get I need it. to get yeah. back to it, definitely. And also, like this project is taking up a lot of energy, but hopefully I can get back into into the rhythm. I was really good at the beginning of the year of setting a day up to film and everything. Is there anything you would like to watch or like to see or that you may need? Uh I mean, I always need a wig styling tutorial. I live for those. Any kind of makeup, I don't know, any kind of like turning a flat sheet of fabric into something that I can put on my body would be amazing. You know what? Wig styling is my my weak spot. I have no clue how to do that. Oh, I just feel like it's hard because it has to come out quite perfect. Like when sewing, I feel like if the inside's kind of sketchy, like, it's fine as long as the outside is cute. And I feel like with wig styling, it has to look good from every angle, which is hard. (laughs) Oh my God, I know. You know, my my drag family is like, Kendra, can you style this wig for me? Kendra, can you do this? Because Because you do hair. I do hair, but it's different. It's so different. I think it's like, it hurts my soul to tease a wig so horribly and then try to smooth it. Like in my mind, I'm completely ruining it. 
and that's the way to go. Like I've seen videos and they're just really going to town. Like uh, it's kind of like yes, a workout. James Mansfield. Oh my God. She makes some beautiful ones, but she stresses me out. <laughs> I love James Mansfield. I, I also know. find a whole lot of information on her YouTube channel. She's super, super helpful. Yes. Ass pads, bodysuits, everything. It's everything. Amazing. Oh my gosh. I owe her my drag career. I need her to have an all-stars an all-star season. Honestly, same. I feel like she deserves it. And a lot of people maybe don't consider her because she went home first, but she's grown so much. What are some of your goals for drag? Let's start with like some short-term goals. What would you ambition for you and your house? Let's say maybe in a couple of years. And what would be like your overall goal for drag? I definitely want opportunities to do it more, number one. Um, and actually, I, I did my first show in Atlanta last night, which went really well. So, uh, and I, you know, I met a few of the queens there that host shows. And hopefully we can all go down there and do some, even though, you know, we started doing it in Forsyth to make Forsyth different. Um, I mean, my long-term goal is, to make Forsyth County famous for drag. I think that would piss a lot of people off and it would make me really proud. And I think that totally doable. Oh, absolutely. At the pace that you're going, it's totally, totally feasible. Yeah. My my dream is a YouTube channel called Drag Town and just have videos all over the place in Forsyth County so that it's the only thing it's known for is drag because it's known for a whole lot of awful things that I would like people to forget about. How many uh, people live in, in, in that town? Oh, so many. I don't even know. I, I, I can't do numbers, but a lot. Like a lot, a lot. It actually was like the fastest growing county in the United States for like a million years. Interesting. I mean, you can totally do it. I'm sure that you, you said there's other things that it's known for, but hey, drag is powerful. Drag carries such a message. Yes. And you're doing the damn thing. So I'm sure like in no time, you'll have drag town. Let's put it in the universe. Yes. <laughs> it will be there. No, to give some like, give a backstory to what I was saying about the town, you know, being known for awful things. There's a big lake in the middle of the town. It's called Lake Lanier. It's a man-made lake. And it actually, before the lake was there, it was a small town called Oscarville, which prominently was inhabited by African-American people. And, you know, just like white people do, they wanted to take it from them. So they turned it into a lake. Um, oh. It was very famous for the KKK. Even like less than 30 years ago, the KKK was here. Oprah actually came here because it was known as the most racist place the, the least understanding and loving place in the United States. And was literally like, if you are queer, African-American, or any type of tan or brown, don't come here. It's not safe for you. What? Ooh, I... Yes, you have to Google about it. It's crazy. I am going to Google about so this. I want to change no that. Clue. That's my goal. No, I'm sure you yeah. can. I'm sure you can. Oh, my God. But you have your work cut out for yourself after all this. Oh, my gosh. My jaw is on the ground. You have to look it up. It's crazy and it's ugly. And I just want to put glitter all over everything and make it beautiful and be able to be proud to live here, you know? And I want other people to feel comfortable to live here, no matter no matter where they're from, no matter what they look like. Like, it's so important. Just talking to you, I'm sure that you'll you'll get that. It's really going to take some oh, time. We'll get it. We'll get it. <laughs> but you'll get it. 
Have you ever considered like Drag Race or any other like mainstream drag shows? Oh my God. I, maybe one day, <laughs> maybe one day. I don't know. I'm definitely not ready for that yet, but I, that would be a cool goal. What about you? I don't know. Because I mean, I definitely want to exploit my drag as much as I can. And yeah. Drag Race is the way to go, obviously. But there's a couple of things. Yeah. I Don't get me wrong. I love this show. It's my favorite show ever. I just don't like how much money they have to spend just to get on the show. If you so watch much. twenty, forty thousand dollars. Oh my god. Insane. If you see any other reality competition, let's say skill-based reality competition, Ink Master, House Kitchen, whatever, they don't need to spend any money, a single dollar to get there. Right. Why is it that drag race is so different? I feel like maybe we need a competition that allows more drag artists to create their stuff there, maybe. Or something different, I, would, I don't know. I would die to be on that competition. That competition. Not, yeah, like something that's like Drag Race, but but I don't have to like get a business loan, you know? Exactly. I, I would do that 100%. It's insane. Like maybe, maybe down the right? line I and will, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like Rue already has at least the top three picked in her head before the show even starts. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel some riggery. Mm, there's definitely some riggery. I feel like you're onto something. Maybe Rue and the production <laughs> <laughs> already have a, a couple of picks. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you can, you can really see it. The other thing that kind of stops me is the fandom. They get so toxic. I'm like, come on. I think the other day did, yes, I did a video will, on, like, yeah. on t- this TikTok filter that shows what... Um, it matches you with drag queens and i was like oh doing mm. like this rating drag queens from one to five and I, I can't go back on my decision whatever the first one that came up was naomi smalls and i love naomi smalls she's a moment oh my God, she's really too. talented she's she's great so i was like oh let's put her number two and a lot of people in the comments were like oh you lost me when you put naomi at number two. Oh no and i'm like girl like based on what like you probably don't know her I don't mm-hmm. know, like, from what I've seen of her on the show and, like, performances here and there, she's sickening. You're basing your decision yes. off that she's in Manila home on a TV show. I'm like, no, ma'am. Because life's not fair. Life's not <laughs> fair. <laughs> I love her. The, at the show that I did last night, there was, it was a show for, like, new queens. There was a queen there named Malika Montgomery who is literally going to be Naomi Smalls one day. She's the cutest and the tallest. She moves like Naomi and everything. I, I can't wait to see her get big. I love seeing new drag artists and just seeing them grow like months later and be like, whoa, like this is a completely yeah. different art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like seeing them grow like that is just beautiful to me. You said you went to Atlanta, right? How is the drag scene over there? It's pretty big. And it's pretty diverse. Got a, they've got a ton of different drag. They've got, they obviously have the pageants. They have the showgirls. They have like, you know, the new people. And they have a bunch of different opportunities for new people to do shows, I just found out. And then they have, they actually have a competition that's about to start. It's going to be an eight week long competition, kind of like drag race where a, a girl gets cut each week, which would be so fun to do. But I think they're probably spending at least half the money that, they would spend to go on drag race but yeah i mean it's it's everywhere i will say that there are i have heard of some shows where literally like two people showed up to watch but um they definitely let you do it anywhere so i think that's cool 
That is really cool that it's a lot more open. How far is it from your town? It's 45 minutes. Definitely a drive. Definitely a drive. Okay, yeah. I mean, well, if, you, if I think about it, like West Hollywood, from where I live, it's also like 45 minutes. So I'm like, mm, but it's a drive. That's why I don't perform yeah. in WeHo so much. So I'm like, oh, I need to start branching out. But it's it's hard to get on the freeway and then traffic. You never know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if I was in LA, yeah, you know, that far away, I wouldn't do it. I don't even know how you drive in your town. But uh, it's not so bad here. Well, and also, you know, I'm sure there would be more opportunities to do it even just outside of Forsyth County. Like, it's this county that has a problem with it. You know, we're not allowed to have tattoo parlors here or sex shops, but literally like on the county line going north into the next town, there's this huge sex shop and tattoo parlor. So I think it's just this county where it's so taboo. We could probably go 10 miles out of the county and do it somewhere, but that's just not as fun. Interesting. So that is like the problem child of mm -hmm. this, the area. Oh my God. Not oh, tattoo yeah. parlors. I mean, I feel like that the only thing that is doing is like making teenagers and kids better at sneaking out. You yeah. have to give them a little bit It's of freedom. So yeah, exactly. Where do you draw your inspiration for your drag numbers? You know, I typically have some kind of symbology in in my head for, you know, for how I pick my numbers. I love giving nods to the people that might not have that much representation. You know, I did a number for the uh, for the trans kids a couple shows ago where I turned from a drag queen into a drag king on stage. It was a whole thing. I like doing songs that are basically like F you like after I after I read the town We'll do like an FU song. It's it's all just kind of whatever feels punk rock in my head at the moment. You talked to me about that number mm -hmm. when you went from a queen to a king. Mm -hmm. That is such a great idea. And it's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. It took a lot of practice, but it was worth it. It was worth it. And I was literally doing it for one kid that had just started tea and was super nervous and excited about it. And I just wanted him to like, you know, to know that we love him. Oh, that is so cute. What was his reaction? Oh, he was just blown away. It was amazing. He's doing awesome now, by the way. He's he, he moved to Florida. He's going to college or whatever, but he's got super supportive parents and he loved it. He thought it was great. That is so cute. I mean, coming sounds like a little conservative, but it also seems like there's so many great people that are super supportive that are here for, for queer people. I, I cannot wait to really just go and like kick it with yes. you. <laughs> Absolutely. What is the signature food over there? <laughs> uh, signature food, I guess, is just like super Southern stuff. Fried stuff with gravy on it, beige vegetables. Um, and if it is a green vegetable, you have to cook all the nutrients out of it before you can eat it. That kind of thing. I'm only asking because I love food. If there's one thing that mm. I love more than drag, it's probably food. I'm like, no gig is complete for me without like stopping <laughs> and getting some food. <laughs> Well, I love to cook. It's one of my favorite things to do. I did it for years and years and years in the restaurants around here. But I hate eating. It's literally my least favorite thing to do. I never get hungry, but I want to cook all the time. It's crazy. Well, whenever you want to visit LA, you can cook for me and it's fine. I'll yeah! eat it. I guess I'll eat it. If I, can, <laughs> if I can find anything that I know about in those weirdo stores, and there's like Tofu Factory and Ch -ch -ch Chia Farm or something. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> 
there's a yeah there's definitely some crazy stores like that that are kind of like what the hell is going on but there's also like regular walmarts and supermarkets we can make it work You got Walmart there? Oh, we got okay. walmarts okay. i would die if i didn't have walmart with me are you kidding are you kidding Oh my god, me too. what Walmart clothes have gotten cool now. Like, they actually have cool stuff there. It's amazing. yep and they also have everything you need for drag <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That craft section. They got a shit ton of glitter. I love it. Makeup, they have makeup, they have tights, they sell the foam for the pads, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything. Drag mart. It's drag mart. <laughs> it's a good name for like a little um drag store, drag mart. Oh my god, there basically is like a drag store incoming that just recently opened up. It's almost like it's like a wig and crappy jewelry and makeup that will probably give you an eye infection bodega. It's crazy, but I love going in there. You had me at a crappy jewelry. I love my crappy Yes. jewelry. Oh, they have so much. They have so <laughs> much. I'll make a TikTok from there one day. It is you should. the most random shit. No, I love it because you can always add on to that. You know, you can add there like badassalit a little bit, glues another piece to it. And it's cheap. I mean, because we have some of the stores too here. You can buy necklaces for like five bucks and then just like Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. badassalit. A lot of my first drag came from like those kind of stores. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Kentucky, we're almost at time. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Well, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram. Both are at Kentucky underscore Laveau, L-A-V-E-A-U. Um, and on Facebook, if anybody actually uses that anymore, I'm Kendra Rubin. Uh, you can also check out our drag family at Forsyth County Drag, all one word, on Instagram. I love it. I don't think I'm following your drag family page. Let me do that Oh, as we okay. speak. Oh, I am following you guys, of course. Yeah, I, I thought you might be. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure either. I'm like, let me just make sure. Oh my God, the pictures are so cute Thank of the shows. you. Y'all need to go check it out. Show some love to the House of Level. They are literally Yes. paving the way. In Cummings, Georgia, <laughs> in Forsyth Mm -hmm. County. So much for having me. no, of course. Thank you again for being my guest. I love getting to know you a lot more, and I cannot wait to like keep messaging you, keep getting ideas back and forth. I know this is just the beginning of like a good relationship. Oh, we are going to be sleeping at each other's houses one day. Please Doing do. drag together. It's going to be amazing. We have a lot of couch. I have a lot of uh, carpet. It's a one-bedroom apartment, but you're welcome here anytime. My dog will probably try to kill <laughs> Don't you, say but that's that. fine. I'll put him in his crate. <laughs> Thank you for listening to 100 Steps to Drag. If you like my podcast, please leave me a review. If you didn't like it, um, you can keep that for yourself. I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye!